Welcome to the GC Podcast, a podcast to help you develop into the healthiest ministry leader you can be by sharing practical ministry experience. Hello, friends, and welcome to today's episode of GC Podcast. This podcast is devoted to exploring best ministry practices in the context of Grace Communion International Churches. I'm your host, Kara Garrity, and this is the first episode of 2024. And in this first quarter of 2024, we're switching things up a little bit. We're going to be bringing you three mini episodes focused on the process and practices of discernment, strategic planning, and ministry action plans. And so today, here to talk with us about their experiences with team-based, pastor-led discernment, strategic planning, and ministry action plans are Pastor Hector and Wonka coming to us from Communion de Gracia Internacional, Bogota. Thank you both so much for being here with us today. Hello, everybody. How are you? We're doing well. We're doing well. I appreciate y'all spending your time today. And so why don't we just jump right in? Because we got so many episodes and I know y'all have some really insightful things to share with us in just a little bit of time. So when we talk about team-based discernment and planning for the ministry locally there in Bogota, what is a best practice that you guys have found that helps your team plan all together? Yes, Kara, thank you for that question. Well, we can honestly tell you that we can describe our planning into virtual planning meetings and face-to-face planning meetings using the map. And uh, definitely virtual meetings are more practical for maybe the first part of planning. And uh, the face-to-face you know, meetings are also very important. Um, because we plan and we analyze what we did. We make um, maybe more ideas, sorry, more ideas are, are shared. And generally speaking, you know, we, we gathered uh, via Zoom to collaborate. And, and that's kind of like the best practice that we have. And within those two practices, they complement each other. And um, as, yeah, as I mentioned before, we use the map document uh, or the idea of like uh, that, you know, the ministry action plan. Basically, that's that's what we have. Very practical and and very, very cut to the chase. Mm, I like that practical and cut to the chase. That's mm-hmm. that's good. Just get to those priorities of participating in Jesus's ministry and and that idea of cutting to the chase what what process when when your team's coming together to plan um in these meetings virtually and in person what process do you use to decide what your priorities are going to be either that year or that month that quarter yes well most of the time we meet uh you know for example on on december the first or sometimes in December, let's say, and we write down all the necessary and most important events and ideas based on our calendar. Uh, our calendar is the most important thing for us. It's kind of like a, our infrastructure. Let's say mm-hmm. that uh, the calendar has everything related to uh, every single avenue, avenues planning. So we have in that calendar, we have like um, 
all of the activities and the events with the dates, uh, with the person in charge. Uh, so the calendar is something super important. And so the calendar has to be ready beforehand. So we can modify it in, in um, the Zoom meetings that um, we are telling you about. And so in on those, on those meetings, we as a team, you know, step by step, we can determine which tasks are truly important for each avenue and for each ministry. And so because of this, we have to stick to a schedule and some dates that reflect, for example, the priorities and how are we going to, uh, you know, fulfill those priorities. Um, and so as a team, you know, again, the calendar is so important. And, and finally, I guess I will say that, the, you know, the, the process to decide those priorities is that we gather with, with uh, each ministry leader and we evaluate the goals based uh, maybe on the following questions, right? The, the questions that uh, the map proposes. And the questions are like that this, that this does this outreach provide the opportunities for church members to volunteer and serve? So important. Does this, for example, um, priorities give the opportunity for neighbors, for the community, and for organizations to participate with the church in, for example, events that that are not, for example, uh, the Sunday mass or the Sunday gatherings. Um, and it are more related with the community. Um, also, another question that we ask is, is this outreach inclusive? For example, if we want to go and, and make an event for, uh, you know, elderly or for children, are we, in, you know, being inclusive for the community? And so all of these priorities and all of these plans are based in how can we make our, like the community participate in what we're doing? Mm -hmm. Yes, basically that's that's the answer. Yes, and I don't want it to be lost. That last thing that you said, that you have these kind of questions that mm -hmm. you're, you, when you're ministry leaders, you come together and you filter through these questions for priorities. Really, it's filtering through these questions that help you um, identify are these things in alignment with the purpose of our church and the particular ways that your local church in Bogota is wanting to um, and feeling like God is inviting you to be present in your neighborhood and, and to engage that local community because that's the priority, right? To be the church. And I think that's an excellent practice that you guys have to come together and identify those priorities. And then I love that idea of the calendar. I mean, that's just, that's really practical and an excellent way to do that. Um, and that speaks to even this next question that I that I have for you. You know, as as a whole team in the church, what are some ways that that you come together as a team when you plan so that maybe the avenues don't become um, disconnected and put together completely separate separate plans or priorities that maybe don't have anything to do with each other? Yeah. Well, I would say Cara is a sector that in our monthly meetings with everybody, with all the leaders, we make emphasis in our friendship. We share together and we take time to, to share with each other. So our meetings are 
very friendly and all of us giving ideas. In fact, the calendar is open for everybody to add ideas, not right in the in the meetings, but after the meetings, for example, anybody can get into the calendar and add an idea. And we have a system to approve those ideas or to say, no, it's not the moment, it's not the time, for example. So everybody participates in a direct way in what we are doing. And we have been seeing uh, a different environment, I would say, or how I say a context different than before. And it is that everybody is participated. I am really um, moved, could I say that, uh, to see how people are getting involved in everything, in every aspect of the church because of this uh, way of doing things. Uh, it is more intentional to in our meetings, our friendship, and inviting everybody to participate. Mm. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I love how there's a relational foundation there, that in those relationships, that's that's what kind of that collaboration in the ministry participation is is built out of. And I love um, how you're saying, you know, there's been that increase in people participating and, and being in that. And people can have that direct hands-on participation. Um, I also want to highlight that you said you have a system. Everyone gets to share their ideas and, and kind of put their ideas out there and everyone's voice is heard. And you also have a system for how those ideas are approved or maybe not right now or later so that it's clear um, to the team, to the members of the church, how those decisions are being made. That's so excellent. I love that. Well, the system um, basically is um, a sheet file, you know, like like on, on Google and we have like kind of like nine or 10 sheets on Google that we shared with all the ministry leaders and all the people in charge of the avenues, the servers, um, in all the ministries of the church. And basically, you know, uh, they can, they can upload information. They could, they can write their plans because there's a space for everybody and uh, they will communicate what they're doing, what they're planning. And uh, basically we have like, you know, the, the, the mission, the vision, the goals, the theme of the year, our values, and is divided, is divided into, into several kind of like important topics in which we can access anytime, anywhere. And so it is, Practical. It is a practical system, and we can see what uh, the youth ministry, for example, has planned for next Sunday. Anybody can see it. So um, we have this kind of like support from the other ministries in mm. in case you know someone wants to uh, attend or want to help. And so this is this is definitely working for us kind of like had the idea of using the map, but sharing the document for all, not all the members of the church, but all the people involved in, in the ministry and the leadership. 
Yes, yes. And as you say that, it makes me think that then those lines of communication are open, right? Like you said, you can see what Children's Church is doing um, as yeah. as a leader of maybe another area, and then that su- support can come, or maybe even, you know, that collaboration. As leaders, you know what each other is doing, and so you can support one another, and it's clear right. um, what yeah. is happening. That that really strengthens that team based aspect of your planning. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, go ahead. I have seen that everybody want to participate doing these way things. And I am so glad that everybody is like uh, feeling themselves more important in the sense that they know that their opinion, their opinion is important and it is, their opinion is uh, important for all of us. And it has um, given them, all the leaders, some kind of maturity and also uh, respect in, in the sense that their ideas I ta- are taken into consideration and their participation is growing and more and more. And frankly, I feel so happy with that because I don't have to do everything. <laughs> I, I am allowed now to take my, my rest. I, I concentrate on giving my sermons whenever I have to preach. I see more people capable and prepared and able and with the desire to preach. So that's that's very good. And things happen even without me knowing a, every specific aspect. So it is, it's good to see everybody working and doing their own job, their, their jobs. Yeah. Mm. Pastor, that makes me so happy too. That's really when we say team-based ba- pastor-led, I mean, what you've just described there is exactly, is exactly that. And, and just the words that came to mind is really what y'all are doing. You're equipping the saints mm-hmm. for participation in Jesus's ministry. That's, that's what's how ha- That's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. And so I'm, you know, I'm wondering as, as you're doing that and, and participation is increasing and people are feeling like their gifts and, and their opinions are, are valued, how do you um, continue to work together to articulate those specific goals that, that you have that are um, maybe being written out? Like Wonka, I, I heard you mention that you'll have a specific theme for the year and these specific goals each time. How do you work together to articulate what those specific um, aspects are each year for your congregation? Great question. Great question. For example, our theme 2023 uh, is rebuild, rebuilding the church. Mm. Like uh, starting from scratch, let's say, because of the pandemic situation, because many things changed. And so we wanted to have a vision to be a church, for example, that honors God by proclaiming the message of Jesus Christ through community service so that people can grow in faith, hope and love in a way that makes a difference in their lives. And basically with saying this, we wanted to focus a little bit more in the love avenue. We are, mm. I will say, pretty strong in the Hope Avenue. We have been, we have like uh, years um, kind of like mm, having incredible rhythms 
and for for the gatherings and and the worship and, and the sermons but we needed to go out so this leads uh, to this incredible opportunity of having our first outside walls event it was on august 26 2023 and basically you know to answer your question we just gather uh as i told you before like first virtually virtually we discussed ideas sometimes it's challenging because there are too many ideas and we have to be to get again practical and to write things that are understandable for everybody so we took some time you know, defining the terms. But once the terms are defined, the values are defined, the goals for each avenue, including the pastoral avenue, are defined. So we will gather face-to-face, and that's, you know, where all the magic happens. We make um, plans. We talk about budgets. We talk about, uh, you know, providers, everything. And we make sure that the plan is going to work. And because of that, you know, it is so important to gather first virtually and then face to face to to be aligned with, uh, you know, the concept of a healthy church in our mission, vision and objectives. Mm. Mm. That is such an intentional process. Mm. Yes, it is. Very intentional. Can wow. you tell us a, a little bit more? Or go ahead, Hector. Were you going to add? Yes, I was going to mention that, that I was impressed with that activity, this first outside the walls activity. It was so impressive for myself that I was not confident in that it was going to be a success. I was the first one who was in doubt. I, I didn't was secure. Uh, it was the first time we were going to work work and invite the children of our community to an activity. Our strong point in the past was inviting through radio. But this time it was not radio. It was going to house by house, building mm. after building, inviting people of our community to bring their children to our community. And I said, no, nobody is going to come. I think that is going to be uh, very difficult. I, I was kind of very negative at, at the beginning, <laughs> but this work of teamwork that everybody mm. was so enthusiastic, that inspired me to see people involved, people planning, calling, the providers of services to this activity, all of them doing their work, end up in an excellent activity. We had a lot of people. And the fruit of that is that we have new people attending to our uh, weekly church services. And I am looking forward to the next event. I am totally changed by this activity. I now know that it is possible to uh, reach our community and uh, uh, I am very uh, enthusiastic now. I changed my point of view from very negative, I have to confess that, to an activity, to a mind of faith and, and to be more secure that things are possible, that yes, we can do things and people will respond 
if we have a good uh, planning and activities and things to offer, people will come. Mm. Praise God. Praise God for that. And I, I really admire that in the intentionality of y'all's planning that, and, and you mentioned this, Pastor Hector, with the, in the teamwork that you guys were able to pursue a goal that maybe felt bigger than any one of you thought you could do on your own or it was something really new right Wonka you even mentioned that the love avenue was not the avenue that felt the strongest for you all at first but you intentionally um, in discernment you thought about look we've had this pandemic what does it mean to rebuild the church this for for you all meant to be in your community and to to focus on the love avenue and so that opportunity to come together as a team and to discern and be intentional i mean wow how powerful that's that's been just hearing the difference that's made for you all as as leaders for your community and and for your your church um your gathering church membership i i just that's incredible it's yes, incredible I, to hear. I, I would say that to release people, to allow them to participate, is uh, the results are incredible because people take their responsibility to levels that are higher than even what you expect. And people participate when you give them the opportunity. Uh, they will give everything more than what you think they will be involved with. Or uh, I, 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 I saw that. I saw them involved with a lot of enthusiasm. Mm. Uh, I was, uh, it was a surprise for me to see those, um, those results and everybody was uh, enjoying their assignment. So it was excellent. It was a good experience. Yeah, oh, in, in addition, in addition to this, we also we are also grateful because of the support from GCI, because you know Pastor Hever and all of the ideas of the the avenues were crucial in making this possible, especially to expanding the Love Avenue. Mm, four years ago. Maybe we, we were not centered and we were not, uh, you know, like thinking about the avenues and uh, how they are so important and different phases of the church, different missions of the church. So basically, yes, thank you so much for your support because you, you guys are always creating ideas and different perspectives and, you know, different documents and things that allow us, uh, all the churches, uh, in Latin America and in the world to to have these rhythms and good practices that allow the spirit to to just touch people and and just you know reach with the love of Christ. Amen. It's an expression of team based all across the denomination, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good to see. Well I have one last question for you guys for today. How is um, one of the things I've been struck with is the intentionality that you all have had in your planning with your team. And so how is preparing 
a strategic ministry action plan, an intentional ministry action plan different for you all than just um, maybe a to-do list of things like, well, we're going to do this this year and this this month. What what difference has that made for you guys in the local congregation? Yeah, excellent question. Maybe talking about uh, the opportunity to expand our mind with new material, I will say mm-hmm. that the difference, the difference of just writing down a do list is that we can actually uh, create like a more organized system. In our case, as you know, uh, we created this uh, sheet Google file that everybody can see, and that you know the the team app and the IMAP, which you guys shared. Uh, I think it was the last uh, the the last month's equipper uh, is is definitely applicable because everybody knows what to do there are due dates uh, there are responsibilities a person in charge of something uh, of some process um, and and everybody is organized focused in 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 what needs to be done and at the same time we are informed of the process uh, we can see, um, in, just in, in, in a nutshell, for example, we can see what is happening with, with the ministry, uh, the children's ministry or with the worship ministry and how are we participating in an event. Uh, and, and, and we are all just kind of like, it is, it's beautiful to say this because we feel part of a community. Sometimes mm-hmm. in the past, it felt like you were living, like, for example, your job during the week and then Saturdays and Sundays at church. But now you're connected all the time. Mm-hmm. And so everybody is, uh, there are more conversations, there's more information, more ideas. And definitely this uh, ministry action plan is way different than just a do list. A do list is like, it works maybe for an individual, but the ministry action plan and the team up and I'm up, I will say that they're organized better, our ideas, they make better like the process and easier. Easier because we don't have to create anything because you guys sent everything, <laughs> you know, to <laughs> ready for us just to write down the specifics and all the things that we need to do to reach the goals that we have. And mm. I would, I would add that we cannot take for granted this job that Heber and he has been doing with us through almost more than a year and teaching us the basic things, Love Avenue, Hope Avenue, Faith Avenue. It sounds very easy, but it takes time to pass the ideas to the congregation, to the leaders. So we feel like, uh, I feel uh, that we already did that job, which is great in, in my uh, consideration. I, I consider, I think that everybody now understand which is the which are the things we are working on, and it is clear for the for the congregation, which is very important because everybody knows now that there is a faith avenue, a hope avenue a love avenue and what does it mean and everybody wants to 
participate somehow in one of these three areas. And for me, that's an accomplishment. It's something mm. that, of course, we didn't do it by ourselves. It was, it was again, this, your support and Heaver support. Um, but we, I think that we already uh, are in a, in, a, in a situation in which everybody understands those basic concepts. Yeah, and that lays such a great foundation to to move forward in unity in vision and ministry. Uh, this has been so rich, you all. Thank you so much for sharing some of your experience with us. I know that it'll be um, helpful to our, our listeners because this is just so practical. Um, like you said <laughs> at the start, Juan, well, just cut to the chase um, mm. and bring that focus. And so thank you for spending your time with us today. Um, pastor Hector, would you be willing to say a prayer over our pastors and ministry leaders um, in GCI for their processes of discernment, strategic planning, and putting together of ministry action plans? Yes, of course. So let us pray. We are so thankful, our Lord Jesus, for what you are doing with our denomination. Uh, our prayers as pastor is to, for you to stay with us, to provide us the ideas, the planning, all those things that uh, make our church, our denomination continue going forward growing as a healthy church. I want to bless our president, Greg, all the job he is doing with so many people around him, all of them doing a great job. We ask your blessing for our denomination. We always pray for us. We, I always remember that we pay a high price to come out from our past and be in this beautiful present and to have a beautiful future. So our Lord Jesus, please continue helping us, giving us the, 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 the vision to do things. Please bring growth to our denomination in the congregations, pastors, uh, to mature, to be mature, to delegate, to to put in practice what we have been receiving, and your spirit in us, guiding us through these challenges, challenging times, difficult times, but with your help, with your help and your presence on us, we are very confident that we will continue growing and existing. We ask these thanks to you, our Lord Jesus, our Savior. Amen. 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 Well, thank you all so much. And until next time, keep on living and sharing the gospel. We want to thank you for listening to this episode of the GC Podcast. We hope you have found value in it to become a healthier leader. We would love to hear from you. If you have a suggestion on a topic or if there is someone who you think we should interview, email us at info at gci.org. Remember, healthy churches start with healthy leaders. Invest in yourself 
and your leaders. <laughs>